This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ladies. And gentlemen, the show is about to start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good evening and welcome to another edition of that Millwall live show, I suppose, that Millwall podcast, that Millwall interactive show. Well, we are the only interactive show out there. But guess what, Stephen? We can only, again... to everyone tuning in we are a bit earlier but it's christmas and uh and we're not going to be doing one tomorrow night so good evening uh dan good evening lines raw good evening alex what a difference a day makes it is it is oi oi hello chris uh and richard smith uh what a game but just seen George's red card upheld. Yeah, wow. yeah. Mill will already put in the appeal apparently, and they've already been it's already been rejected. So he misses three games. I don't know why it's been rejected though, because I mean, okay, it was touch a line, but I mean, let's. I, I've got a few a few things. I mean, one of them for us is um, where have I put it? I might not have uploaded it. To be fair. The um, I mean, to be honest with you, and again, full credit to Mill TikTok account, uh, where you can see the embossed name on this. But I mean, this should have been a red card. Really, and I'm not sure Barnes what Barnes is doing here. He's, he's just ref- absolutely gone for Jake Cooper there. 
I'd be amazed if he's not sent off here. He's just wiped him out. He's just, he's just gone for him. He's lost his head here, Ashley Barnes. The referee now having a word with Barnes. <laughs> Barnes has gone for him again. Ashley Barnes has totally yeah. lost the plot. Totally lost the plot. I have to say, top draw banter from Mill Admin on their TikTok mm. about yeah, making yeah. out that, Santa. <laughs> yeah. you know, making out that you know that Barnes wanted, you know, um, Cooper's shirt and that, but mm. that should have been a red card all day long. It, there's a comment from Alex there that says the ref was shocking both ways. And it actually it actually was both ways. This is the thing. Um, he was so poor across the board. It was unbelievable. And the fact that, you know, Barnes basically chokeslams Cooper. Then the, the incident, Savin and Honeyman are obviously winding him up, and but also sticking up for their teammate. And Cooper gets booked for that. He doesn't actually get booked for the... For the incident, it was just absolutely pathetic. And as I say, Savile was, um, he's still a hero in my eyes. He had to make the tackle, I think, because Johnny Rowe was breaking clear. But the fact that it's been rejected already just shows how inept, really, those that are running our game. Just one second. Negative, Dan! Are you (laughs) negative? I'm not negative, mate. I'm very positive. There we go, you see. We need to, you need to do it again. Um... Morning, Tony. Uh, all the way from sunny New Zealand. The tide has turned. The players have to show that sort of commitment every game, and that noise was old school. That ref was a complete and utter. I'm trying to lay off for the first couple of minutes of using profanities because YouTube seems to get really upset when I do. So if I lay off it a little bit and then come into it, it'll be. I'll, I'll lay it off it then on that point, but um, as as Tony's um, language was to describe the referee there, that actually helped. And Barnes's shenanigans, mm. they Fuck both it, the referees are the There we go. Well, someone had to say it. Um, mm. that really helped to get the atmosphere going inside the den yesterday. I think that was mm. probably the best home atmosphere I think of the season so far. To be honest, I think that was the switch, wasn't it? I think once once Cooper got brought down and the ref yellow carded him instead of red carded him, that was pretty much a switch was switched and the Millwall fans just went, this is it. We're, we're with them. We're hundred percent standing side by side and the players, you could just see it. Couldn't you, that the players just fucking mm. have never real, you know, some of them have never seen the den like that. And no. you just went, Oh, but one thing what I posted out last night, you would never ever have seen that sort of win under Rowett. I don't know. I, I, no, I'm not sure not. on that. I'm not sure on that because we the, the way that Edward set us up, not to do him any disservice because I thought it was the right way to go for the first half at least, was to let them have the ball and hit them on the counter. And I think that was Rowett's plan. It's just that the problem was he wasn't picking the right players. I wasn't. No, I'm not talking about the formation. I'm talking about the way we won it. As in good old-fashioned fucking sweat and fucking violence um mm. we would make that was the first red card we've had the last oh, game was uh, the first red card but, or whatever we have had, well that one was the first red card we've had since 2020 to be fair though to firstly it wasn't a red card the fact that the ref gave it was a bit of a joke in itself i i think 
uh, look, I think we've t- yesterday we come across probably the turning point for Joe Edwards and for the players and perhaps the supporters. You know, there's there's a lot of talk about all of those things and the club being disjointed. Well, if yesterday was anything to go by, the club's no longer disjointed because the fans are right behind every single one of those players and behind I, the by, I, behind the manager. I I understand what you're saying there. I still think the club is disjointed, but I think that the fans are on the same side as the as the team and the players. Oh, behind the well, scenes, still, you can't. That's yeah. different. But I'm talking about when the when the fans go to games. If they can see the players, mm. ones you know, sticking up for themselves, balling it together, working hard, the the basics of what you expect. If they see that from the players, you'll they'll get a positive response. And I think yesterday was the first time in a long time. There's a lot of people, some negative people on social media, and I won't out anyone, but because everyone's entitled to their opinion, but uh, who've been very critical and come away from yesterday thinking, do you know what? Very I'll silent yesterday, though, weren't they? All the um, all the Edwards out brigade just suddenly must have just decided to come off social media for a, a day, mate, because they did to go very, very quiet. Um, but we've always said trust the process. But yesterday was probably the first game I could see what he was doing with Bradshaw, with Murray Wallace, and 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 with Fleming to a degree. What he's been trying to do, and yesterday. I think the stars aligned and everything just went in the right direction. Uh, I mean, Alex has just put a good comment up there. Look, you know, Alex turned around and said, I felt it took Gary Rowett three years to get the club. I feel Joe has that already, which I sort of think he does. I think he understands because possibly because of the Chelsea mentality and we're not, <coughs> our fan base isn't very different to Chelsea to a degree. I mean, I know they're in the Prem and, and slightly, but, Roots wise, we come from the same sort of fucking running ground. Do you know what I mean? Um, back in the I day, said, yeah. I said the other day, Millwall means more to Joe Edwards than what people might ever think it does because Millwall gave him his opportunity in his first real opportunity as a manager. Yeah, he's got he's worked under Tuchel and Lampard in the Champions League, but he no one knew who he was. If you just if you just said to people oh, who was on the backroom staff when Chelsea won the Champions League, no one would be able to give you real names. So I think it means a lot to him, and I think he does get um, he does he or he is starting to understand what it actually means to be Millwall manager. And I think you can tell his press conference after the game talking about you know the den was rocking and you know pleasure to be a part of. It, there was a comment from one of our, our listeners, and I, I, I've, it's gone past now, but probably thinks I want some more of that. I want that the next home game. I want that the next home game. And I think that that one. Yeah. Now Joe has experienced that. He'll want that more and more. Exactly. And I think what better feeling is there when you're under massive pressure to have two massive home wins. He must have been walking around the pitch when he sort of clapped the fans and stuff thinking, do you know what? Uh, this is this is the time now to kick on. And that can only be a good thing for us. It's been a long time. The den's been like that though. A horrible Mm. fucking evil cauldron of what the den should be. And that should be like that every fucking home game. Contrary Absolutely. to what the club's saying, all that, you know, the club, oh, we want it to be like this. No, that's how it should be. Because that is what Millwall is all about. Um, yeah, does anyone know what, what jokes have um, 
Glenn H has come on and said, um, do we know um, what grounds the appeal was rejected? I can tell you, I can tell you why it was rejected because they don't want to like be seen to be critical of referees. It's all about supporting the referees these days, isn't Mm. it? That's Mm -hmm. the only reason. Never a red card. It's a yellow card every day of the week. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we seen over the last four or five years Savile make that kind of tackle when the opposition have been 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 countering us late on? It, it, Pretty he, much every week he makes yeah, that kind of tackle. He's got a booking in him. We know that. He knows that. And the fact is, is the like the Norwich players weren't appealing for him to be sent off quick like the ref. No, he's, he's, quite even their player just, as well. He just he got up and just got on with it, didn't yeah. he? It was just yeah. a moan, that cynical tackle. And you could tell Savile was gutted. And obviously we were all thinking, Christ, you know, you know, 10 men and losing Savile for a few weeks. But it, as you said, Dan, it's it's the referees union. Unless it was an absolute howler, that mm. will never, ever, ever be turned over because they have to be seen to be sticking to, to their own. And ob- obviously they won't look into what Barnes did throughout the night because obviously he got his booking. So they're classed mm. that as it was dealt with on the pitch by and, the referee at the time. And he was then taken off about yeah. five minutes after the incident where it was I wouldn't all even take up. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. off. They they had three subs ready and he was he was slung off. So yeah. So three match ban for Savile. Okay, it's going to be you know painful. Um, He's back for the QPR game, which is probably quite a good thing. And and important game. One of the games is the cup game, so who cares? I mean, so he's he's back. I can't imagine he played against Leicester. No, I've got I've got a treat for us. um, What I'm going to do very very shortly, Um, and many thanks to the Pinkham for giving me permission for that. So very very kind of you for that. Mike, I want to ask you a question because um, only because we know that you are a referee. How long has refereeing now had circle cards rather than um, rather than the, the the traditional playing card sort of shape card? Because obviously, all the pictures from last night show that when he gave Savile the red card, it was a it was a circle card, looked more like a coaster rather than a. Um, I'll be uh, honest. Uh, I don't. Red, red I don't really care about the color, uh, the shape of the. the I'm asking. I'm asking an product. expert. All right. That's fine. I mean? Put up his next comment. Put up his next. I will comment. do in a minute. I will be in a minute. And also on that point, yeah, I think, um, I think Dan is absolutely spot on there on Honeyman. I think he's been last two games. I think we've really seen um, Honeyman play back to the best of his ability. I think he was one of the very few victims from when we were at the five at the back at the start of last season. When we switch formation, he was probably one of the very few victims that ends up dropping out the team, had his injuries and stuff. But I think in the last two games, in centre mid, in his natural position, I think he's looked excellent. Honeyman in the middle, where he belongs, put Leonard next to him to cover Savile and Danny Mac right back. I think it's not I think a bad right. shot. Who comes in for George? Billy? Don't know. Um, let's get through a couple of these quickly attendances have been really good considering dross at home give us something to shout about um what we'll get us that e- what we'll get give us something to shout about we'll get us that evil atmosphere well played millwall massively i mean ashley barnes must have realized what he was doing and realized that he'd fucked up mm. because as, as their manager said you know i mean i i could I could play their manager's one as well if you want, but um, I think that I think that as soon as he did that, 
that was it. It was game over. It, it didn't matter whatever they did. They could have brought on Messi and they weren't winning that game. It was just not going to happen. Improvement over in one game, one goal against in the last four games and Joe has adjusted how he knows what the players are capable of. And that's the difference. He knows what the players are capable of and he's playing to their strengths. Mm. Gary Rowey didn't fully understand what his players' strengths were and wanted them to play to his his capabilities, not their capabilities. So, you know, I think that's um, that's it. Mike said, always had it. Red is round for colour blindness. Yellow is square. So at least people know. There you go. See, look, we've learned an interesting fact. You have to be fucking negative at some point on a show, <laughs> don't you, Dan? Do you know what I mean? So um, that's yeah. quite interesting fact, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to store that one away. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. see, see. If I hadn't have asked that question, okay, you know what? Thank, the, thank you, you Mickey, are, and thank you, Mike. You are the journalist, <laughs> and yet I'm, I, I am going to learn to be a journalist. I think I want some, I want some days out in the press box. Um, and, and yeah, if you, I'll be good to have a, a few bits. I can't write, fucking save my life, but we'll have a go. Um, also, with two Georges looking. Good and in the middle. What happens when Casper comes back? Good question. Is, that is a good point. He could be back Ca- to cover Kasper, those games. In the Kas- Kasper I don't, I don't straight back him, in this I was team. About to say, I don't see a way where Casper doesn't get picked, and I think he probably will be in there next to Savile. I think that's going to be the main two. But I think Honeyman's definitely making a strong case to stay in the team. Yeah, no, 100% there, 100% there. Um, players were afraid to take risk under Rowett if 100% pass wasn't there. Then um, mm. is that better? A bit better. Then we don't lose the um, we don't lose the what you call it. I don't know. Is that better or is that better? No, the yeah. other one's better. Other one. Other one. Okay. Uh, Jamie Barnett. Good evening, James. Hope you're well. Um, those of you following on you on Facebook, we are on YouTube. Please just jump on YouTube, give us a subscribe. And those of you watching on YouTube, haven't subscribed. We are so so close to 2000 subs and it'll be wicked if we could get there before 2024 i know there's only two days left and it's a big ask because it's about 20 new subscribers we need but if we can get there it will be brilliant to start 2024 on 2000 subs um so yeah uh can we also put to bed the issue of day trippers and non-uk supporters not contributing to the atmosphere last night everyone was involved yeah, I'm not going to comment on that one because I don't, I don't fully agree with you in there. Yeah, they were there, but they, 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 they don't know the pure evil what can be attributed, what Millwall fans can do, and I think they were they, they were caught up in the ride, but whether or not they were fully on board with it all, I don't know. That that is true, but it does go to show that there's you can have a lot of people in the in the crowd that are not regulars and still an atmosphere be be generated that that the players can can thrive off of. It can be done. No, oh, yeah, hundred um, percent. But we've needed that spark, and we haven't been having that spark. So yeah, look, Mike's Mike says to you, Dan, school day every day. Okay, respect it. Yeah, happy New Year, lads. Going to watch this back. Come on, you Lions! Great win. Uh, the atmosphere was best this season thanks cunt barnes okay no worries um what does he mean i'm gonna watch this back what do you think is more important what do you think he's doing having dinner he's got a promise or i don't know you know maybe he's just putting the kids to bed having dinner i don't know i just i don't really care but i'm just interested so you don't have to come back and tell me so yeah 
Uh, foreign day trippers is a red herring. More people in the stadium, never a bad thing. The hardcore regulars will still make noise and create atmosphere. Pendence, yeah. I do think something's there because the atmosphere's up. I mean, I've seen a few videos of Australians and Aussies and um, Austrians and Germans and Dutch and all that. Anyway, gents, um, I have got uh, exclusive to us. I might get into trouble with it afterwards, but I've got full permission, so I don't really care. Um, I've got a treat for you. And obviously our listeners, uh, sit back. A late Christmas in- present. Uh, it's not really a Christmas present, but it's oh. something. It's something that we've um, we've not done before, and it's something that we want to do. Um, and I'd like to do more of it going forward, um, hopefully in twenty twenty four. So it's about eight minutes or so. Sit back and uh, enjoy Joe Edwards' press conference. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the Den rocking before, but that was really rocking tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was a pleasure to be a part of. Um, it was obviously one of the big objectives when I joined the club that I was aware of the the form um, in terms of the results, and then obviously that leads to the feeling a bit hadn't been what it, it should be and what we want it to be at the Den. So it was one of the big objectives to to put it right. Um, it's taken a bit longer than we would have liked, but now back to back wins. Um, but tonight, the way the well, the way it worked hand in hand, to be fair, because I said we, we want a certain atmosphere and energy from the fans, but it's absolutely our responsibility as a team to create that. And although there were spells where Norwich had lengthy spells of possession, I think the fans could see from the off that our attitude, our, our desire was there from the off and then they fed off it and it was, it was what we wanted it to be. It was very difficult for Norwich to play. Then when it gets heated in the second half, it, it kicks everyone on even more. Um, and for sure, when we then go down to 10 and we've got to hang on and ride it out, the fans were massive in helping us through that. It was a, it was a brilliant night for us. And the thing is that Millwall players are used to that atmosphere, they know how to handle that atmosphere when it gets like that, but obviously Norwich just couldn't handle it. Yeah, that, that's, again, I've spoken to so many players, uh, you know, players and coaches, particularly since I've joined Millwall, that everyone can recollect times where they've come to the den and Millwall away is not a nice fixture that people look forward to playing in, so that's how we want it to feel. We obviously want to add an element of control and quality to our game in what we're about when we've got possession of the ball, but we don't want to do that at the cost of having that fight and aggression, which is on the pitch in how we play and how we defend, but that comes from the from the stand as well with, with the energy from the fans because it's it's a force. But people might see the second half and say that's why we move on, but you'd already created a lot of chances around the time either side, hadn't you? So you know, the quality was there. You could have been two or three up. Yeah, for sure, and I, w- I would credit the players massively because. I would be one to point out in the in a few weeks ago when we were in a tough run of performances and results that there were there were moments where we were creating half chances but the final decision or the final end product wasn't of enough quality and it was costing us. Last couple of games there's been a lot of quality at key moments. So so like you say, Norwich have come in and had a fair amount of the ball, more than us, which we knew before the game. We had a plan of how we wanted to defend and frustrate them, but we also had a plan of how we could hurt them going the other way. And it's a game where consecutive home games the the visitors have come here dominated possession but our goalkeepers not really had a save to make whereas we've had our goal that was a high quality goal then we have Zian Fleming's big chance to get saved then we have Brook Norton Cuffey's header which is a big chance that was at the end of like a 20 pass passage um, we have Ryan Long's chance near the uh, Longman's chance near the end so we, we've done a lot more going forward than the opponent have despite all their dominance so it was a, a very rounded performance from us that I was really pleased with just one more for me was George Savile unlucky to get a red card for that challenge? 
I think he probably was. I think when you when you do lunge like that, um, particularly when an opponent's running at that speed, it, it can look desperate and it puts the ref in a position. But having seen it back, which obviously the ref doesn't get the, the benefit of, but having seen it back, it's probably more cynical than it is reckless or dangerous. And if I think of the, um, the McLean tackle on George Honeyman before that, in terms of a danger to an opponent, I don't think there's much difference in it. So... They can go either way when, when it happens at that speed. They can go either way. It went against us, against us but fortunately enough, we, we rode it out after. Does that now mean he's, he's out for three games? Yeah, which is, is the biggest blow of all of it. I mean, obviously, short term and in the heat of the moment, you're delighted to see that the players sort of stick stick together and ride it out. But, you know, that is, that is a loss for us. Um, Joe, just on that incident, is there any thought about potentially appealing it just because of how 50-50 it could be? To oh, we've, we've only just come out of seeing it, so we, we can update that in a, in a, even over the weekend. Fair enough. Uh, let me ask you about the other incident um, with Ashley Barnes, a couple of incidents actually. Um, how did you see it and what the players told you about what was going on there? We haven't spoken about those kind of incidents. You know, So soon after, there's so much more to talk about in terms of you know, how well we carried out our plan, how much character we showed, how much quality we showed. You know, the dressing room's absolutely delighted there. That's been a tough few weeks for us all where we couldn't find a win. So we've now had a, in what's probably kind of like a little block of four games this festive period, we're three, three out of the four uh, through it and we, we've done a lot of good things. So it's a, it's a really happy dressing room. Moments like that always happen on the pitch. You know, certain opponents come here and, and try and provoke you maybe, but again, if you look at what it actually did, it, it brought us as a, as a team and our fans together even more. The atmosphere was, you know, ferocious in that second half and, and that's, that's probably a strength for us to play on. Fair to say the game plan of maybe letting Norwich have the ball and then trying to catch them on the counter-attack, that kind of came off exactly how you were hoping. Yeah, and it was probably slightly enforced as well at the the fixture schedule and what you know the costs physically of the QPR performance were. If you look at our performance on Boxing Day, QPR played out from the back a lot, and we went after them very aggressively. We pressed the goalkeeper. Our central defenders were following people into midfield, which was good on the day. Worked well for us, um, but you know we had some tired bodies come in the day after it, and it's not possible to just keep going out every game, uh, especially when there's two or three days between it, and just charge around the pitch and press, especially when you face opponents like them who put players in spaces that are hard to get to. They score. A lot of goals so we knew we'd have to be patient we knew we'd have to suffer at times but that wasn't us being submissive and just sitting back and hoping we, you know we had a clear plan of and an idea of how we could hurt them we also wanted to show more control in our game on the ball and again if I refer back to the, the big chance Brooke has that comes at the end of a spell where we're moving it across the back several times from side to side um, and I was delighted with how the boys at the back used the ball more today than we did against QPR. And have you spoken a few times now about confidence, the importance of confidence, how the team can actually change with confidence. And Norwich kind of dominated that first 15 minutes or so. Did we see after the goal the potential of this side when they do have a bit of confidence? Yeah, I think we take confidence from um, getting a clean sheet away at Stoke, which on the face of it on the day looked like a bit of an underwhelming game. But then when you see them a few days later go away and win... Was it 3-1 at Birmingham? You realise it's a solid performance and a solid point. So that was the start of our confidence kind of growing that we'd, that we'd plugged the gaps that we're seeing at the back and we kept a clean sheet. Then you win a game, a big game that probably had a bit of pressure on it that game on Boxing Day because people start talking about us and QPR's league position going into it. So when you come through an occasion like that and get a win, the confidence was there tonight before the game. And as I said, the way that game played out for any moments where Norwich did look 
calm and controlled and dominant, we were fully prepared for that and fully expecting it and, and knew that we'd be able to hurt them because you know they've scored a lot of goals, they've also conceded a lot of goals. So this definitely wasn't a smash and grab and let's ride out and see if we can nick anything by chance. It was a it was a very deliberate performance and I thought the lads carried it out brilliantly. You, you need the quality to do it. That's the main thing. Uh, when you defend that much, it's all about what you do when you get your chance and the quality of the players was there tonight. Uh, first game in the wild, the West Harding missed. Uh, he's got a slight knock. Uh, could you tell us how he's doing and how long do you expect him to be out for? Yeah, so Wes felt his hamstring at half-time against QPR, carried on. Um, we got a scan the day after, and there's just a, a slight issue with his hamstring that will probably see him out uh, for... Well, will see him out for Bristol City. Um, the Leicester Cup game will be touch and go, but it's probably not too much further than the Leicester game. And obviously a bit of optimism now with the back-back wins, um, but quick turnaround around Christmas time, of course, with the fixtures. Um, how do you feel that like your players are dealing with it physically? Well, well, no more tomorrow. It's definitely tough, though. Um, you know, when when you build a good run of performances and results, you, you get momentum. So often you do say, okay, we want the next game to come so we can build on it. Um, it does feel like it comes very quickly. So for me, team selection won't be simple um, because again, there's there's been some fantastic physical shifts out there from the lads, but it does come at a cost. So. Uh, you know, the one thing is it's the same for all the teams. We all play on a Friday and Monday, but for sure we're going to have to rest well for the next couple of days. Very little work that we get to do on the training pitch um, and hope that we can dig out one more performance uh, similar to the last three. Cheers, guys. Thank Cheers. You. Thank you. There we go, then. Uh, many thanks to the Pinkham, uh, which is a Norwich um, show, local paper. Uh, what covers uh, all of Norwich content. Uh, they're on YouTube. Just type in the pink and uh, and you'll do it. So then, gents, nice little um, treat for us, which is something what we've been saying we'd love going forward. We got permission to show it. What's your thoughts? Because we don't normally get to see that, do we? Not even on a on the paywall stuff behind me or wall. We don't really get to see that. Stephen, go ahead, mate. Oh, sorry, I thought you, you looked like you was no. gonna. You looked like no. you was gonna go. Um, yeah, the thing is, um, also with the pink and I, I did a show with them um, pre-match, so um, they're good guys over there. So um, yeah, if you check them out, um, they always put some good stuff out. Um, on Edwards, I think uh, it was quite clear um, that he's. I think one of the listeners said it earlier that we are now looking at opponents and looking at matching up to them and seeing and perhaps playing uh, not I'm not going to say in a different way but we're looking at like for example QPR as, as Edward said we pressed really high we pushed centre Arsenal further forward against Norwich we dropped a little bit deeper perhaps that was because Harding wasn't playing and, and, and maybe a lack of mobility but Edwards is no mug he might not be the best manager in the world but he is no mug. He is learning. He's learning on the job. And I think he's starting to realise, as, as as we all know, it, we know what our players are capable of. Perhaps they, he can get a little bit more out of them. As he says, the passing move for, for Norton Cuffey's um, chance, which was, I, I looked at, I watched it back, and it, it is around about 20 passes that we keep the ball and end up with a, a clear attempt on goal. Um, he just looks to be... He just looks to be settling into the role now, and it might be because we've won two games. It's easier to get to 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 give him the plaudits, but I, I'm sure um, if you'd have been looking at those press conferences perhaps two or three weeks ago, you'd have been looking at a very different man. 
I fully agree. Come on in, Dan, on your expertise. You've been in a few of these press conferences. What was yeah, your... I, mean, I haven't been to one. I mean, it was also, also a good shout-out to Kiro, obviously, from News at Den and um, Southwark News, where it sounded as if most of those questions actually came from him um, with regards to Harding and, and how the players are feeling and all that sort of stuff. So, big shout-out to you as well, um, Kiro. They were great questions. Yeah, there were really good questions. So thank you to um, Cairo for asking those. And also thank you to the Pinken um, for giving us the footage once again. Um, it's a shame on Wes Harding, but then again, Hutchinson had a good game last night. Um, so that doesn't panic me too much, but hopefully it isn't uh, too long. As Edward said, might be a back for Leicester, but I think even if he's 50-50, they probably won't take a chance on him in a cup game, having back for Middlesbrough and QPR, some of the uh, more important games. So... Yeah, and I think I, th I think Edwards is, is getting us. I don't think, unless you are someone like a Neil Harris or or a Steve Morrison walking straight back into the club on on day one, you don't get this club immediately. It will take time, but he's certainly um, he's certainly warming to the fans already. Um, and it was really good last night. Um, and I agree with a lot of the stuff he said. And one thing I want to point out as well, it seemed like when we was in possession of the ball last night. We seem to be playing a bit of a different system. It seemed to be, when we was on the ball, it seemed to be a 3-4-3. Three, three. And then when we was defending, it mm. seemed to be a 4-2-3-1, which is quite interesting. And I actually thought, at first, I thought it was going to be the 4-2-3-1. I thought maybe Amaku on the left with Murray Wallace at left back might have found Murray Wallace out a little bit. Well, I mean, it ended up being Amaku on the right with Norton Cuffey. That was like, it gave me flashbacks to um, Jed Wallace and Marlon Romeo when they used to tear up opponents down the right-hand side. So maybe you might stick with that combination for a little bit longer. But yeah, it was really good to see. And that's often spoken about tactically, how sometimes where we're not so kind of fluid um, in terms of movement and on the ball and stuff. So that was a really good thing to see last night. I, I also, also like... Just, can I just jump in on that, Mickey? Just one other thing as well that I noticed is on the tactics... There were times as well without the ball, we actually dropped back to a five as well during the game where Norton Cuffey would really drop back into the wing back role and you'd have the five across. So it, it was it, it did feel like we had three different ways of playing the game with and without the ball. So as you, just to, to, to emphasize what you said, Dan, it, 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 it's almost as if Edwards is thinking about we're not just going to be the rigid. This is it. And this is what we're going to do. And, and change it up as and when we needed to. I think there was a few little backhand camp comments in that press conference <coughs> where he sort of said, you know, if you thought that we just sat back, it was planned. We'd done that on purpose. We, but at no point were we concerned. We knew what they were going to be doing and we planned. And the way that he said... And again, get in the comments if you 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 want to say anything on there. Um, get get in the comments, mate. If you if what were your thoughts on that press conference footage? Um, I just think he knows what he wants, and I think that he's very determined to do it. He has the coaching skill to be able to achieve what he's what he wants compared to maybe some of the others. Um, with it because obviously he's been training a lot of youth and, and managing these people. So I think he's got a lot of experience within different styles, modern styles, because obviously youth teams are now trying to um, train the youth teams up to the, the England way. And um, 
And I just think, yeah, I, I think it's finally clicking. You watch, you know, we'll probably go out and get beat fucking 27-0 by um, Bristol. But you you get where, obviously, I don't want that, but you get where I'm coming from. I think it's, it, it's a little glimmer of light of what potentially we are going to achieve once we've got a few extra players who can do what he wants, then yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to whoever that was on Facebook who just gave us a like. Um, Both it bodies. Just, it just clicked in my ears. Uh, I just had a weird noise in my ear and, and I saw that come up on the screen. So yeah. Are you doing a live show from the den on transfer deadline day? Yeah, me and Stephen are going to sit in my car on transfer deadline day, parked in the car park from the den. Now, that could what be we'll quite have, funny. What, what we'll have, we'll have Dan and and uh, Omar at the training ground. So if anyone turns yeah. up at the training ground, we've got that covered. We've got all bases we'll covered. We're we'll having another key. We aren't having another key for more scare again in, in uh, January. We, uh, we, we could, because to be fair, Omar and someone else we know um, lives very close to the training ground. And, you know, they should just park outside and we should update and go, Range Rovers pulled into the car park. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it, could be, it could be quite comical, I suppose. We, we're, we're looking at doing something on deadline day. We might so do a live so show. It's a Wednesday and, night. Yeah. At the end of the month, isn't it? it's, only, it's only for the whole of January, isn't it? So, yeah. We so need we've... yellow tyres, though, gents, if we are going to do it, yeah. We need to keep up. Oh, well, we don't have long now. What we got? We got uh, what twenty eight hours till the transfer window opens. So I'm assuming they've got three loanees ready to come in and, go and uh, get twenty eight hours. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. That comment there the, about Norton Cuffey. He, I'm going to go on record to say this, and I'm sure there'll be viewers and listeners that may not agree with me. He is the best loan player we've had since Harry Kane, without a shadow of a doubt. For me, it's a big statement. He's a big absolutely. Statement. He is absolutely superb. And uh, I had tweeted about him last night after the game and a lot of Arsenal fans seem to have um, been sharing, the t- retweeting it and commenting and people talking about him. A lot of them are saying that it, it's worth him getting a try back at Arsenal next next season. Um, obviously, he's with us now. He they, he cannot be called back. Um, he's played enough games to do so. But honestly, that the, the goal, our goal... He sprinted 80 yards to catch up with Amaku and Bradshaw to be on that overlap. And it's not just that. His effort and commitment, um, as I say, I'd put it on record to say he's the best loan right. we've had since Harry Kane. Um, gents, QPR away. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going, right? Well, we are. Right. We need to do line bikes. Either before or after the game, maybe maybe line bikes, live live stream all on our phones on a live stream as we're riding with with some earphones and we're doing live we're doing match report live match reaction on um, on line bikes after the game. It's only about I think it's about six quid or something for twenty minutes. So yeah, it'll be a laugh. And someone will have um, footage of us going head first into a kebab shop or something because we won't be able to control the bike. Into a bath, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey can wait in Manzies. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd rather wait in Manzies than Armets. So, um, yeah, Armets, Armets, well, whatever it is. That's where they do the medicals, I think, now on the, on deadline day. Forty Manzies. Yeah, this is your final test to see if you can sign for Millwall. You have to That's eat too, a yeah. pie and mash with jelly deals. Oh, no, jelly deals. Oh. 
never had them, mate. So I can't. Yeah, I can't I couldn't, too much, couldn't but... think of anything worse. There's going to be loads of comments on there now. Going, oh no, they're lovely. Yeah, no, not. For me. <laughs> uh, I would imagine he told BNC and Fleming that they should have scored. Oh, I reckon mm. he would. I mean, there's a good point there from Dan. Dan Riggs, um, Edwards isn't predictable like football under Gary Rowett. Mid-game, shape changed, etc. All out, which I agree with. Um, I, I agree with that. Ed, uh, sorry, Rowett was very, very stubborn. And, uh, as, and Edwards is, I don't think, I, I think he's obviously got his principles, but I do think he's learning that there is, there's more than one way to win a game of football. And mm. I think it, it does, it does, um, it certainly comes across that way. Yeah. Uh, JB Jr. is going to take us forward. I can see him investing more than his dad. He will want to do it his way. Yeah, I don't think you're probably far wrong there. Joe is a straight talker. Doesn't seem to get too high or low, whatever the result. Jacket was the same. Have to agree, yeah, agree. On there. 100%. QPR away, 3-0 win. Christ, we didn't even ask for predictions. That's... that's... <laughs> A while away yet. When's that? February, March? No, February. it's January. Uh, no, it's January. 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 It's not too far away, mate. 20th. About three weeks. Tickets go on sale on Tuesday. And that's for also for any listeners that are... At the usual extortionate price of 37 quid. Yeah, no, that's upstairs. If you sit downstairs, it's cheaper. But they, you oh, have, no, they won't no, put downstairs on sale until upstairs is sold out. Mm. So, yeah. But and then you have to take the risk. By the time you stick your posting packaging on top, that's forty quid. So I'll just yeah. pick it up from the den. Just pick them up from the den. We've got I games more den. Yeah. Uh, didn't Coops and Weber get Boris bites? They did, mate. They did. Yeah, they did. On, on oh. one of the biggest regrets days of my life. Byron Webster had a really good story about that, didn't he? At the Legends Night, he spoke about them um, roaming through the streets of London on those bikes. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Mike. We're not going into um into a food show again. We left that last week. So yeah, uh, be like Hell's Angels invading Shepherd's Bush and Lyme. <laughs> Do you know what? It'll be so funny, wouldn't it, to get loads of us somewhere close and then we just all ride in. That would fuck the old Bill right up, wouldn't it? Because they wouldn't know what to do with us. All down to all down to Shepherd's Bush and then just get loads of Lyme bikes outside Shepherd's Bush Station and just ride to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and then just leave them dumped up all over the streets next to the stadium. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no one cares. We don't, you know, we don't like them. Biffing. And if anyone from Lime Bikes is watching and wants to give us, you know, a few, um, a few free, free rides, yeah, then uh, yeah, we're we're more than happy to um, to get involved. This they, this will be clipped and this will go out just for you, Lime Bike <laughs> people. So, yeah, Hoof and Kutch both trying to play passes last night instead of hoofing it. They actually look more confident. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Do you know what? On that, and uh, I, I mentioned this last night as well, the back four, when it when it was a four, was all signed by Neil Harris. And yeah. whilst they're not going to last forever and it won't work every single time, it was amazing to see a back four of Ryan Leonard, Sean Hutchinson, Jake Cooper, and Murray Wallace stand up and and defend for their lives. We're just missing right. we're missing Marlon for it to be the, the proper old yeah. school rear guard, aren't we? <laughs> or Bart in goal, yeah. If you had Bart in goal, oh, imagine, um, imagine. <laughs> it, it, it would have been I old think, school, Harris. That's it. I think Tony's got a point now. I reckon this morning, every manager what's coming to us soon will be telling their players. Do not fucking provoke no. that crowd. You provoke that crowd, we have lost. And I reckon now, 
Joe will be playing our players into mm-hmm. into these situations. Because I, I I reckon that he's listen, right? Ashley Barnes ain't gonna he's a is a, a proven professional for many, many years. He will not turn like that unless he's been goaded for a while. Mm. And there's probably been some good old-fashioned sledging, mate, going on. And it just got to a stage where he just didn't take it and, and you know, reacted. I mean, let's be honest. If you're going to take Cooper down, the only way you're going to take him down is by doing something like that. Because the cunt's fucking like a giraffe. Do you know what I mean? You ain't going to fucking stick a hook on him, are you? Do you know what I mean? The, do you know the other thing as well with that? Uh, uh, this is where Savile was a bit of a blow. Again, the cup's not the end of the world. But George Savile is a wind-up merchant. You can tell in the video after when him and Honeyman were probably they were probably niggling at Barnes, like mm. rattling him, Cooper rattling him, Hutchinson rattling him. You imagine Murray Wallace probably as a as a bit to say as well. And you know that that's the sort of thing. They're the sort of players that when when we talk about the Millwall way and everyone talks about the effort and commitment, it's that understanding of just just keep winding them up and winding them up and and knowing that that's how you get the crowd on side by getting a, a tackle or a you know a reaction or something see glenn's got a point there with um with edwards he's worked with premier league academy players and senior players he knows when a player is underperforming and there was a comment earlier on which i'm not going to pile back into because it's fucking right up the list but they 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 turned around and said, was he right in coming out and slating the players like three games in? I think he was because it's sort of, I think he's cemented where he is, that he's with the boys. But for him to be with you, you've got to basically show him that you give a fuck. If you just want to collect your wage, then this ain't the place for you. If you want to work and get looked after, then this is where you need to be. Other than that, no. But I... I I think last night was just, it showed that Millwall, we, we got a glimpse, we got a, we we got to see a glimpse of our old Millwall, didn't we? Hmm. And and yeah. also on that, what you just said there about the players that are, are willing to to work and, and put the effort in, that's probably why Joe Edwards is all over Tom Bradshaw at the moment. He's... You know, when he takes him off, it's, it's the high five, the hugging, the, you know, the, he's, he's all over him, full of praise for him all the time. Because, And I, I actually thought, whilst it, Tom, he's got a good goal, um, good movement in the box, as you said, Mickey, last night, the, the service is key for him to, to score those kind of goals. He's, a, he's in one of them little patches at the moment, isn't yeah. he, where he gets quite a few. He's, he's just hit one of them. But do mm. you notice as well, when he scores a goal, the work rate he finds another level to work even harder to chase the ball down and 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 you know get across the pitch and I, you know it, as as you said Mick the the if a player is going to come along and work hard for the team he's got a place in Joe Edwards squad and I think Bradshaw um whilst I had said previously I thought that's how we're going to come on the door say this yeah you didn't you say when yeah when I did came in, we picked out a couple each and I, I think I did, I did agree I, with you I'm not going to completely throw you under the bus but you did say <laughs> I thought I thought Bradshaw would be would be gently phased out of the side, but um, I've got that wrong because I think at the moment he's um, he's one of Edwards' favourites, and and rightly so. I think I think the last couple of games. So is Murray Wallace. Yeah, I've got to give I've got to give kudos to Murray Wallace for last night. He's um, someone who I've given a lot of stick to, but I thought he was excellent last night, and 
I actually think, obviously, Brian, we know Brian has his fitness issues. There's a reason why he only played 70 against QPR and in the end didn't even come on at all last night. Um, and then you've also, I think it's kind of the same as well with the Bradshaw situation, why he's in the team a little bit in this bit. Because um, fitness issues, obviously, we know Nisbet's had them as well. But this, as a professional footballer, when these chances come around, you've got to take them, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's yeah. it. That's it. Oh, I don't know if you boys can see the comments before they come up, but this yeah, this is just this is just Millwall, mate. This is. Did anyone see one of the Norwich coaching staff spray water at the crowd behind them? Second later, a cup of tea came back at them. It was like the old days last night. <laughs> so I I heard, and there was a couple of people talking about it on Twitter, but it was actually Ashley Barnes when he got the when he was taken off. He had the right arm and like squirted the the you know that the the, the the sports bottles they have, and that's why something the the tea was thrown back. I, I don't, it might have been the coaching staff, but the, I'd heard that it was actually Barnes. He, even when he was taken off, he couldn't help himself. He was so rattled by the occasion. No, look, last night we had one of our group giving the Norwich doctor some stick. That's how that is how hostile we were making it. It's evil, but it's it's fucking brilliant. It reminds me very much of the Huddersfield playoff game where, and again, go back on something what Neil Harris said that time when we met him, was it was one of the first times he'd gone to the den and he'd come out before and there just, there weren't a kid or a woman really in the audience, in in, in the stadium. Mm. It was all men. And he said, you could literally smell the tension, smell the violence in mm. in that stadium. And that's what you need. I don't care if the day trippers come, the day trippers are there. Listen, I'm never going to say I don't want day trippers because the thing, they drive me mad, yeah, but it's money for the club. And if you want to be able to invest in players, invest in infrastructure, invest in stuff, unfortunately, that is one of the sacrifices you've got to do because it is football. That's the way football's gone. It's all about money. Um, and, yeah, that that is that is it, mate. Can I, I can I just add in just before we we move? We we'll come back to that question, Alex. All right, we we'll come back to that in a bit. One of our one of our listeners, um, John and his wife Tracy, they sit in front of me, and Tracy, um, John, player, he was on the table at the he was on the table at the. Yeah, so um, everyone knows John. John is yeah. obviously junior lines. John, yeah, yeah. And I get hammered every week because I I am too negative to towards uh, Murray Wallace. Anywhere short. And no, no, no. It's Murray Wallace. It's it, it's it. I'm I'm not. I I target him and and uh, so for the record, Murray Wallace was absolutely superb last night. I'll give credit when it's due. He had been going for a rough spell, but last night, no complaints. So um, that's me ticking the box. Yes, yeah, I agree. I agree <laughs> with you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's oh, good evening, there. Arthur. Hello, you have a happy Arthur. new year, mate. Yeah. Have thanks, a happy new year. Thank, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. So, do we... Oh, he's came back. We won't throw you oh. We won't throw tea at you. Who? What team do you support, Arthur? Come on in, fella. You, 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 you're big sitting there in your fucking stained wire fronts, giving it the keyboard. What What team do you, you support then? What do you reckon? QPR, Leeds? No, I reckon he's Norwich. Norwich, he's got to be Norwich, and he, yeah, he's got to be. Um, and Mike just commented up there, uh, how was oh, here he goes. Journey... I told you, I told you, 
Ah, oh, here we go. Uh, uh, oh, he's he's Leeds. He's he commented before actually. I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a, a, a just go and see your family, mate? Do you know what I mean? Surely you've got mm. something better to be doing than watching three lads talk about your football, talk about a football club that's not yours. Well, we can we can either put him in timeout, or we can just ban him and delete all his comments. I think, um, just, I think we just leave him, to be honest. He seems so to be just put in the comments, up. do you want us to leave him, time him out, or should we just ban him? So ban, leave, or time. Oh, we're getting threatened <laughs> if we turn up now. Yeah, okay. Oh, mate, okay. what, you brave boys sitting on the footbridge fucking with your bottles of piss? <laughs> mate, just go see your sister. <laughs> um, Mike, back to uh, my journey home with my Norwich supporting mate was absolutely superb it was fantastic journey home um that's all i need to say really the comments that are pouring in now this is exactly what happened last night when ashley barnes got going they pulled the line's tail yeah that's it that's it arthur arthur bushby is the equivalent oh, look, of ashley them, barnes at the moment mate, of two leave. of them two of them are leaving we've got northern ponts <laughs> Mate, ask West Ham. Yeah, all right. You, you just, you must be about fucking twelve. Do you know what I mean? You, you just, yeah. I think it's funny. I actually, actually, do you know what? I'm going to out him. Arthur Busby is actually Ashley Barnes. <laughs> Still rattled after last night. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I think it's fine. Listen, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have trolls being left on would you just giving us untold amount of fucking joy especially when he's like he's really focused and he's obviously found us by whatever reason and he's coming on with stuff and he's he's just coming out with mate you know he's got to be 12 isn't he i mean who the fuck would use his ponts got no good players you ponts how the fuck are we a ponts we've got a youtube channel what are we poncing oh well oh please arthur come and watch us don't be a twat do you know what I mean? Fuck it, hell, mate. Me. If you're gonna look, if you're gonna stay on this, have some interesting conversation. Tell us, are you gonna let us have um Creswell back in January, or um are you actually gonna play him or not? You know, uh, you seem to be ruining the player's career, mate, by not playing him. But you know, I'm I'm happy for you to come back on and and what you call it. So yeah. Don't worry, Mill Holdings. Arthur is staying because he's comical gold. So yeah, just just remember the comments. The comments you're coming in with, just keep them fairly 
um, fairly level. Do you know what I mean? That's so quality. Are you Gary Rowe's further account? <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, are you Gary Rowe in disguise? Or are you West Ham in disguise? <laughs> Run you at the old den. What shit old ground that was. Oh, so there we go. So we've aged him then. He's going to be about 50-ish, which makes it even more embarrassing now that he's about a 50-year-old coming onto a Millwall account. Uh, um, Leeds people are still using 2GO. Yeah. What now? It's a bit of a long journey for us, mate. We're based in a proper part. We're the ones who who pay for everything up in Leeds for our taxes down here, mate. So, you know, it's about four hours, really, to you. And to be honest with you, don't really fancy the drive at the minute. Moving away from... Well, from um, Arthur. Good morning, yeah, Paul. From Good Arthur. evening, Paul. Hello, Paul. I still I, I would drop you a text um, when I'm off this, Paul. Sorry, I still haven't got around to it, but I will do it when we, whenever I come off tonight. Wow. Christ. Well, I don't even know his number. Yeah, priorities, mate. Sorry, Dan, just put a comment there. Arthur, enjoy Emmerdale when you're hot pot tonight and let the real people talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We're now being being attacked for our dress sense. Okay, okay. Look, at the end of the day, right, it's YouTube, it's public, public, but why why would you watch a I don't I don't get it. I would have no time to watch a Leeds right. podcast. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Right, I'm with Tony now. We'll just we'll, we'll ignore him unless he says something completely <laughs> outrageous. He's just pissed off. They don't have line bikes in the shit on neck of the woods. <laughs> oh. Right, Stephen, pick something you want to talk about on yesterday's game. Go. Uh I um I think we should talk about and this one, this one's controversial for Mickey because I've already said this to him, and I'm not sure he agrees. How uh, Ryan Leonard is currently our player of the season, in my opinion. That that's this is actually a good talking point. To who, if if you if they said you have to do your player of the season now, top three, mm-hmm. who would you go? What would be? And like that's also top three. That that is also for the listeners. If you can put yeah, one, two, and three, yeah. Uh, we'll if go. you were voting for player of the season. Uh, I'll, I'll put I'll put mine out. I'll put um, mine out there now. Early doors. I like with me. Coffee at number number three. Number one. I would have Casper as number two, and I would have Ryan Leonard as number one. I would switch Norton Coffee and Casper. I would go Leonard one, Norton Coffee two, Casper de North three. Mickey. Uh, I would go. Cuffy one, Savile two, Leonard three. Actually, yeah, right now, that's probably what I would go. Um, But I can see towards the end of the season that I've got a feeling that Fleming's going to come back on. And also, I think that Casper Denor probably is going to come back into it. And also, I can see Bradshaw going on a run. Well, the, the thing is for me, with Norton Cuffey, I think we've been, and so I'd, I'd take the point on board someone said to me the other day, that because we haven't been so good, obviously we've been noticing that a defender perhaps is is um, is, is stealing the limelight in, in terms of Leonard. But if Norton Cuffey continues to add goals and assists 
to his game, I think it would be yeah, yeah, it would be very, very hard to see him not winning it. But as of right now, Leonard Leonard um, pips it for me. But I I, th- I think I Casper, think to be, on, to be honest, them three or four at this point in time are they are the yeah they are the they are the people. I'm struggling that's, to think of anyone else. That's the best comment, by the way. <laughs> There's only one Jimmy <laughs> For the benefit of also, just for the benefit of the guys who uh watch this on Spotify and don't see the comments, the comment that's just been put by Mill Holdings was uh he's got the ump after he lost his deposit when he booked his hotel in London for the playoff final after little Mill will knock leads out. That's what we're uh talking about. Yeah. I'm, I couldn't. I couldn't have Bart in there as my player of the season. He's just. I like the bloke. Sarkic is a better goalkeeper. It's three clean sheets and the bounce now. He looked quite assured. He's looked quite assured in the last few games. I think Sarkic has to be completely honest. If Bart was still our number one, then maybe. But for me, I can't. I can't pick someone who's played what started ten or fifteen games in a season. He might. He might come back in. Sarkic might get injured again. I hope he doesn't. And also with um, Sarkic, is it, it? We were a 96-minute penalty away from having four clean sheets in a row. Yeah. So it, it's not. It, it, he's he's come back in, and whilst the Leicester performance was very very um, iffy, shall we say? Um, and Cardiff. Been, it's, yeah, he's been very assured. Yeah. Um, he's been very assured. In the last I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pop Tony's comment up. I think we've already had it on. I'm just gonna pop it back on. So I think we've just flipped past it. Do you think? He will be off in. I, I personally can't see a way where the club move him on in January. I just think, still given our position, I think they'll. To be honest, I think his stock's taken so much of a battering. They'll be hoping second half of the season that he might he might come good. Like obviously, Mickey thinks he will. I don't see a way where he continues to not make the contributions that he was getting last season. I think he will come good again. Maybe the club will like to hold him and. And try and you know sell him back for a bit more money in the summer than than four. Obviously, we know they were asked kind of after fifteen in the summer, just gone. Just uh, can I just sorry as you yeah you're gone as you know with with facts and all this yeah that we 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 like to 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 fact check when people start giving it okay um, Arthur just to educate you we have played forty one games competitively between Leeds and Millwall. And Leeds have won 18, uh, Mills won 18 games, Leeds have won 18 games, and we've drawn five. So, um, yeah, looks like uh, it's a draw at the minute, fella. So, um, go away and get something better, fuck's sake. Um, sorry, gents, I just uh, the, I, I hate it. On the subject of, of Fleming, I, I think, I would be surprised if he goes in the January transfer window on the basis. I don't think he will. That his season's not been particularly good. If you're, if the club are banking on trying to make money off of him next summer, with his contract situation, he's been here for two years. The likelihood is he'll have one year left on his deal. So again, that would be an interesting scenario. But unless a Premier League club towards the bottom of the league come in and go, well, you know, we desperately need reinforcements. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think he'll. I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. I think. I think he'll stay. And I thought we've said it enough times on this show. He's not a winger, um, and he actually played quite well on the wing. Yes, I saw that comment earlier. I had a little little chuckle. 
<laughs> just for people listening on uh, on YouTube on uh, on podcast, uh, Chris Brown has said Mickey challenge him to a C to a is my dick bigger than yours contest. He would run a mile. So um, yeah, if you are listening to this on a podcast, you are going to have to come back and and watch this on YouTube just to see some of the comments what are coming up because obviously um, we can't read them all out mate we, we really can't read them all out um does arthur have a girlfriend yet or is he still visiting laundry 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 websites uh yeah that went well the other day didn't it west brom one leads nil sorry go on come back we'll come back sorry the, the comments are fucking comedy gold so yeah you're gonna have to come back and watch this by the way if you are listening on a pod i do apologize so um so yeah uh Cuffy has been unbelievable and just keeps getting better and better if he carries on this uh into the second half of the season he will win player of the year by a mile I yeah the, the problem is you, you can't fall in love with a lone player i mean i feel oh, like we, we already that. have but you can't no but <laughs> you but this can't is, this is where though and as much as I agree with that. And as much as we give him a bit of stick, obviously Rowett and Aldo sourced. Aldo! And Cuffy. Aldo, Aldo. Aldo! It's Aldridge. Or Ald, right. it's Aldridge, isn't it? So it's Ald. No, it's not Aldo. It's Aldo. Yeah, Aldo. <laughs> they, did, they did source Brook Norton Cuffy. So, you know, there is clear. There was, you know, they are, they can get it right on the odd occasion uh um, no, but i think there's an interest in question there's an interesting question for you mm. now did aldo get cuffy or was it rowett or did joe edwards give him a heads up for cuffy no i don't think no i don't no it wouldn't have been joe only because of the england connection uh, listen, no, I'm just, I, I, I'm, just I, I I'm making I'm making viral bits there where people will just go run a mile with that, but yeah, you know. Uh, I, I I think I think whoever it was, stroke of genius, obviously Rowett would have seen him twice last year against Coventry and Rotherham. Um so I, I, so, yeah. I personally think that Rowett probably said that I want a right back, probably given Danny McNamara's drop off second half of last season and start of this season. Um, and I think I so I think Rowett would have said this I want a right back, who can you get me? And uh Aldo's gone. There's the list of players and they've gone and we want him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would I would, I would right. agree with that. I would agree so, with that. So <laughs> Arthur, while you're here, can you just subscribe as well? Thanks. <laughs> Uh, listen, I want 2,000 subs, mate, and that's a, a way of getting it, mate. So, yeah, I, I don't care. We won't get Charlie or Cuffy. No, I think you're probably right. Um, all depends, really, with Arsenal, how well they're doing or how poorly they do this season. But a lot of teams are doing really poor this season, aren't they? I mean, across the board. I mean, Man I don't know what the Man City score was tonight, but Man oh, they, City... They won 2-0. Man United okay. lost 2-1 to Forest, for anyone who doesn't know. That was the 5.30 kickoff. Wow. Crystal think, Palace win? Yeah. Yeah, they did to beat Brentford. Now, the Brentford, thing is, are, Brentford are banging trouble. I mean, I'm yeah. in a way I'm I'm not shocked because obviously I've lost Tony and now I'm Buemo's injured, but it's not like, yeah, that's not great, is it? No, and I think that's just 
again, across the board, there's a lot of teams at each level of football. Doesn't matter if you're in the Premier League, Championship League, one. There's there's you there's so many teams that are so called the bigger teams in each division. You can't all compete for the top. You, you know there is going to be a drop off. So the the comments there on Norton Cuffey, Arsenal, we did look after Ballard. We now have looked after Norton Cuffey. Maybe that is an avenue that we can look to explore moving forward. I'd love us to try and sign Norton Cuffey, but he's an England under twenty one international. He's highly thought of at Arsenal by all accounts. That that it's probably going to be a tough ask. Will he get into the yeah. Arsenal team? Probably not. Um, that should be the other way round, by the way. It should be Arsenal giving us cash and Brook Norton Cuffey for SO. That's a journalist in him, you see, playing with words. No, that's what I'd say. It's my opinion. Use my own. I think you're quite. I think you're right, though. I think that's probably that would be an option. I would take because someone someone else said up there. Look, where is it? Hang on. That one. Biggest surprise for me under Joe Edwards is SA's lack of game time. Is he not as good as we thought, or is he off? I don't necessarily think he's off because if he was, they'd still be playing him to obviously get unless they're worried that he's going to get injured. But I think he's probably not as good as what he thought he was, or as people thought he was. Considering that Joe Edwards has probably got a much more better understanding of um, youth players and development than probably Rowett had or or other people there. I think this might be a bit of a uh, rogue shout, but I can see SA leaving the club on loan in January and getting him back next summer having been um, played some men's football perhaps in League 1 and League 2 and actually get him playing regular minutes where the risk isn't necessarily on us in terms of throwing him in into the the heat of the championship Um, I I can see that perhaps being an, uh, there was a question how many departures, it's up on the screen will we see many departures on loan in Jan can't imagine Danny and Billy happy bench warming um, Billy Mitchell is probably going to get a run of at least three games in the team with Savna being suspended, so um, he'll get he'll get his opportunity. Um, but I can see SA going out on loan um, and getting some some match experience. I don't necessarily agree with that, and I don't want that to happen. I'd rather him stay with us. But if you're not going to play him, you might as well get him get him first team football. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Would you what what on that comment on that one then, Dan? You you know your football period. Yes, there is, well. We have not got a hope in no, our side no. Diallo. Not a chance. I'll be honest. I I would genuinely be surprised. No, sorry, I would not be surprised if the loan fee for Diallo alone was more than our club record fee just to have him on loan for six months. <laughs> Essay's being looked after. Joe has already said this. Uh, keepers barked at four or five games to stop making errors, which cost us uh, goals. Same thing for Sarkic. He seems to have found consistency now. Mm. Uh, bit camp maybe, but is this manager Joe the best looking? Fuck <laughs> it all. Penis and fucking, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and now they, um, bit camp, but maybe uh, this is Joe the best looking mill manager we've ever had taken from Pat via Facebook. Yeah, ta- taken from Pat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if SA's not getting game time, will his under England under 21 place be in jeopardy? Don't know. 
Possibly. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because if you look at and a lot of the was a looker. If you look at a lot of the players that play for the England, I think it's under twenties. They're not uh, that are at Arsenal, that are at Man City, they're at Liverpool. They're not playing in the first team, so I, I don't necessarily think his place would be would 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 be under threat. Um, ha- having a at the moment, and if he's playing regular first team football elsewhere, i.e. on loan, he, that would only that would only make it surely beneficial that he's playing more. So you know, when he goes to England, he'll have more minutes in the legs. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So, um, yeah. Not many comments now. It's all slowed down a bit. So, yeah, I mean, give us a question, gents. What will kick the comments off? That comment there from Alex. Surely we need to utilise links with Hallett, uh, Harris and get players off to Cambridge on loan. He'll know what uh, they need to get into Millwall's first team. That that is That could well be a way of, of perhaps getting... Um, a a couple of players out of the door if you and if, Ke- if Kenny Jackett's still still at Jill's then there's another mm. one you've got League One and League Two option there possibly mm. yeah I see do you see what a bit off subject Scott Malone scored the winner for Gillingham oh, um, it was a great guy wasn't it it was but apparently he shushed the fans um because he'd been getting some stick and uh, he's not learning is he he's not yeah, that sounds he's uh... too good for it le- he's too good for League Two but he is not. yeah um, I think Joe Still is waiting to bring a few of his types of players in, and then we will see SA Pride. Perhaps, but I, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it is a, a different style of play that would suit SA a little bit more. But this is what I'm saying: if you're not playing, then get them out on loan. And I can see the comment that you're. <laughs> uh... Jacket, yeah, he looked like a hamster. Holloway is a rat. The Docker gerbil. So. Can you give us a manager rundown of different animals, as in what what managers what? What would Holloway? What would what would Lomax? No, be? Gary. No, no, no. Gary Rowett. What would Gary Rowett be? There you go, uh, listeners. Um, yeah, yeah. Give us Gary. What 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 do you think, Gary Rowett? What animal would be Gary Rowett, and what animal would be Neil Harris? We, I think there'd be some. I think there'd yeah. probably be some decent players coming in in January. There was a rumour, weren't there, about um, there's a young fella at Spurs that we were looking at. I've literally just been looking down my Twitter feed and there was one, someone from the Mirror. I can't remember. Mickey, you might know his name. He's done Mill before. No, not John Cross. He's done Mill before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dan, you're on about um, Dan Marsh. Yeah, that's the one. He's literally just tweeted probably within the last 10, 15 minutes that Tottenham would be willing to send him out on loan in January. It's the it's the striker, isn't it? It's the yeah. Jude, Jude Sunstock Bell. Yeah, he's got yeah. fourteen goal contributions in twelve games in the Premier League mm. two this season. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Um, that he was one that potentially that we were looking at. Um, oh, the comments you got. <laughs> Uh, Peter Sullivan, Harris, a bulldog, Rower, a, uh, a tortoise, uh, Paul, uh, Chewy Louie, Ferret, uh, Daniel, Weasel, Gary Rower, which is. Um, um, and Glenn, uh, didn't we get BNC in the summer long before GR left? Yeah, we did. We were, we were just summarising, was it Rower or um, um, Alex Aldridge who were. Who were um, 
Sorry, that comment's just lovely. One set, one set. Um, <laughs> thank you, Tommy. All the best. Happy New Year to you, son. Um, even though it's tomorrow, I know, or the day after. But, yeah, thank you very much. We've got some good things coming for next year, hopefully, uh, if I can make sure that these boys fucking all pull the finger out of their asses. But, yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Wow. Going on strike now. Yeah, that's it. Fucking hell. I don't know if I notice a difference. Um... <laughs> That's probably a good one, actually, Stephen, for us, for you to tell the listeners what you've got coming up in February for oh, that is true. Wine Charity. That is true. Uh, I'm you gonna might as well earn I've your got... money. No, don't, worry two, about, don't worry about Ben. we do Ben later on. Just do yours okay. now. Right. So uh, for the guys in the chat, I am running a 24-hour gaming stream um, on behalf of Mind Charity. I did... a very similar thing a few years ago, which was relatively successful. I've decided to do it again. Um, it's the first weekend in February, this uh, Friday the 2nd through obviously at 12 o'clock, and then we'll run through to uh, Saturday the 3rd. It will mean that I won't be on the live that Friday night. I'm sure you guys will be absolutely devastated at that. And um, He will perhaps... be. He won't be <laughs> no. doing a full show, but he will be. I'll be around. I'll be in the comments. But uh, I, Who reckons but, I should yeah. play him? Who reckons... That a live show on that Friday when he starts, that I should challenge him to a game of FIFA live on a show. If we play FIFA, mate, you're going to get absolutely hammered. That's all I'm going to say. Call of Duty, you might be a bit better than me, but um, but um, yeah, I I am I'm doing this. It's for my charity. Um, I know this time of year is really difficult with funds and stuff. Um, I'm not expecting anybody to to donate, but if you would like to. I'm going to put the link up in there. Um, I'm going to put the link in the chat um, for anybody that's watching this back but can't see the comments. If you drop me a message on Twitter or drop the pod a message, we can get the link over to you. Um, it has just gone into the chat, my Just Giving page. If you'd like to play as well during the 24 hours, I usually play FIFA and Call of Duty, so um, they'll be the games that I'll be playing. If you'd like me to take on Mickey, of course, um we can have a little bit of a perhaps a friendly wager on that can you do a mill can you do a mill career mode as part uh, well i'm hours. i'm working i am working on something at the moment um, okay. in the background ready to go live um i don't want to give too much away i'll tell you okay. boys off the camera but i am working on something on that i think i think um, i have another if not i'm gonna give you another idea but we won't say okay. it's out loud um, but yeah, I can't yeah. believe you just text that, Stephen, that you're looking to do a, an OnlyFans live stream as well to make more money for mine mm. by showing yeah. you in shorts. That's, Mickey, that's bad. Mickey, the, the OnlyFans connoisseur here is you. You are the one that's got the badge, so we'll leave that We'll leave that to you. But um, yeah, uh, that also, guys, later on in the show, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about what Ben is also doing. Um, he's doing something else, a fantastic pool. So again... Look, there's no expectation. Fuck him, he's not here. No, I know. But, <laughs> no, no, I was, I'm true to my word. I'm true to my word. I will, I will um, give him a plug a little bit later. We put, we but... put both, we put both their just giving pages into the description of the show afterwards. Yeah. Um, and we will give it a print. We will give it a plug on the on the socials and all that lot. Yeah. Um, also, and, if you... and if people can donate, then please do, because otherwise they will not shut the fuck up for the next. Well, month I'm. 
I'm going to be posting this probably maybe once a week uh, for the next couple of weeks. And then when it gets closer to the to the actual date, I'll be pushing it a lot more. So you guys, if you follow me on social media, you're going to be unfollowing and probably unfollow or mute me or, or do whatever you do. But um, any I thought you were going then. Greatly appreciated. Going where? I thought you were going at eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm go- I'm going to shoot off in a second. Give it a couple more minutes of, of Mrs. Doubtfire. Where's what was a comment about? Was there a comment about Mrs. No, Doubtfire? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark someone McGee. said Mark McGee looked like an. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, it's because I could put the comments up and I, I I look at them briefly and then put them up just to make sure they're not too. Um, Dan has done. Um, he did. Dan was doing a few of them. Yeah, I did a few of them when you uh, looked away for a second. I know, you fucking fuck up my order, didn't you? So, yeah. Someone once said that Kenny Jacket looked more like the man that comes to read the gas meter than a football manager. That was in an article once, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I remember that. Um, oh, there you go. I thought he was going to say running for 24 hours. Well, uh, that actually leads me on quite nicely. I will do this at this point as well. Um, the second member of the that Millwall podcast who are doing a charitable event is our northern correspondent ben uh he is planning on running 50 miles in january um not in one go i don't think any of us at that Millwall podcast will do it all in one go uh on i've done a marathon yeah, it's not well, it's not 50 miles though is it have that. you done a marathon no but it's still not Where 50 miles on? It's 26.6 miles, 26.4 yeah, miles. Yeah, and Ben's doing 50. So um, he is he's running it on behalf of the Royal British Legion. Again, I said I'd give him a bug. Um, again, if you follow him on social media, he'll be posting this all out, his link and stuff. So that has also gone into the chat. Again, um, no pressure on anyone to donate, but if you, can, um, if you could support either of us, See? that would be greatly appreciated. Mickey is showing us his um, marathon medal at the moment. My ambition is to be in a position to perhaps run a marathon. Um, hope maybe not aim maybe for this year, but that might be a bit of a push. I know a few um, charities with spaces if you want one. Uh, probably a bit too soon for me on my health kick at the moment, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, guys, the the. No pressure to to donate to either of us, but if you would like to, it would be very much um, it would be very much appreciated. Yeah, I'd rather people subscribe than um, donate. To be honest, but you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's again, if you can like and subscribe, um, you know, get us to two thousand. Because, like Mickey said, that Ben and I won't be shutting up about uh, our donations. Mickey won't be shutting up until we actually get to two thousand, and you don't have to deal with the WhatsApp messages and the phone calls and the voice oh, notes. So up, please, my... please fair, like been, and subscribe, good. please. To be fair, you did get a message last night about half three in the morning, though, didn't you? There was a message yeah. from the group yeah. last night about half three in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, gents, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna love you and leave you. Um, Thanks very much. Thanks, Bye, Daniel. Have Thanks. a lovely New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank yeah. you to so all I'll, get that, I'll get that video of um, Dan. Uh, hello, mate. You all right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thanks to all the listeners um, for listening to me waffle on and be continuously negative throughout the whole of 2023. So uh, I look forward to doing it all again with you all next year. But thank you very much. Um, I'm going to leave you in the very capable hands of Stephen and Mickey for the rest of the show. Thank you very much. Very professional. Wow. Very I'm getting, professional. Getting better at this hosting stuff, aren't I? Right. You no, are, yeah. 
Seriously. See you later, gents. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, mate. Oh, yes, go uh, Then there was two. Jacket was Mr. Potato was Head. Mr. Potato Head. Uh, remember when Radnot, yeah, kicked the ball, yeah, that's on our Twitter account and Instagram. I posted it the other day, actually, when we played QPR. So, yeah. I oh, look, Marathon, that's what that's, they're called Snickers now. <laughs> oh, dear. You've got a few, you've got a few comments to go through there as well. Where is Mickey's fan of the board medal? I haven't got it. Or, and I haven't got my um, exit lounge passes either. So, yeah. Um, fuck, I struggle to drive 50 miles nowadays here, yeah, me and you both. Um, didn't know you could do a marathon from the back of a taxi. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I didn't do it from the back of a taxi. I've done it. Can I plug my very, my very, very, very small YouTube site on here? Not competing with anyone. Um, with you, just action and vars times mill will be mentioned on TV, etc. We'll be adding more stuff. Nice to have subscribers. No problem at all, mate. Just put it in yep. the comments, mate. Yeah, like Listen, and subscribe over. We are not so far up our own ass, mate, that you can, if you've got another channel and it's mill content, or even if it's fucking stamp collecting and you think people want to do it and you want to and you want to plug it, just, I've got no issues, mate. Just crack on. Don't have to ask. Just crack on. Put it in the comments, mate. So, um, Gary Rowett, an elephant. Where is it? Dan's off to catch 837 from London Bridge to Bermondsey. That's a shame he wasn't there for that. That would have been a good way to leave it, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Latest, Dan. Harris, a lion. Yeah. Um, pretty much end of the year show then, mate. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, yeah. I'd like to say thank you. Um, thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in and listened to us. Um, we've had nearly half a million viewers on YouTube over the last year, which is humongous um about a thousand odd subscribers as well so thank you very much um for each and every one of you for there um pretty close to hundred thousand for the podcast as well so yeah unbelievable um unbelievable and also a massive thanks to all the lads what have come on ben dan um steven uh chaps and all that lot what found their own thing now they've been here a little while and joe um and obviously Omar, who I started this with, with a, a very weird idea of where we wanted to be and uh, and where we are now. So, yeah, it's 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 going. We've got a plan. It will grow. Uh, we've got some more things for next year. And hopefully just really make it um, make it good for you, lads and ladies, and, and everyone who, who tunes in each week and listens to us. Um, and hopefully we just keep you entertained. Um, and if we don't, then there are plenty of other channels you can go listen to. Um, so yeah, we're not, you know, we're, um, we're not trying to take over the world contrary to some people's beliefs, but we're just there to, um, provide good content and hopefully we entertain you with a, a bit of difference, um, rather than just the norm as such. I have to say though, Stephen, from your first show, if you've not seen it, go back about a year or so and you'll see Stephen's first show. And then see where he is now. We seem to, um, it does seem to help with confidence and bringing people out and everything else. So yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's been good, even negative. Dan, look at Kai. Kai started with us when he was about 16, 17, and now he's um, chief press officer at Millwall Lionesses. Um, so, Absolutely, yeah. and 
I would say, I would say, obviously, to everyone that listens or comments, my Twitter has gone nuts since doing this. Obviously, people are more interested in you know following and tweeting and messaging, and you go to games and people recognise you and talk to you and and stuff. And you know, we do it because we love we love Bill, we love talking about it. It's good when they win. It's a bit naff when they lose, but um, it's very very much appreciated. All the people that spend their time. I, I often say I find it amazing that we even get 10 people watch us so when some of the videos that we do get the numbers that they do are it's very very appreciated and as Mickey says we've got a lot of stuff hopefully to look forward to in 2024 um we appreciate all the support that you give us um the banter the comments about shorts and only fans and negative Dan and I think it's, all this don't... kind of stuff um, can we get a shout out for Detroit Lions? You take on Dallas tonight. It's like Millwall West Ham without the knife fights. Yeah, they've all got yeah. AR 15s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, give it a shout out. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, look, there, there is this. If um, if you're um, you got a business or anything else, and um, and you want to um get involved or you want to look at maybe sponsoring or you want to look at conversations around that, get in touch. If you think that you've sat through this a lot and you want to, um, you could have your name like that. Um, if you want to possibly be on some shows, some pre-records or something, maybe mm-hmm. next year, uh, it's really easy. Just drop us an email um, at info at that millpodcast.co.uk. You can even, if you've got any ideas for shows, what you think might might work, um, again, do it on there. Don't do it public because people will nick it. I spoke about doing shows with um, past games and someone else stole the idea as well. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to Acton um, for making the shortlist for the podcast of the year things. That was the one we were up for last year, but we didn't make it this year. But if you um it's not always about making it, it's about being in there and it and it's good it's good fun so um congratulations for him uh follow his mm-hmm. twitter account and you'll yep. see on there how to vote for him and look we're all millwall mate and it's all good to stick together so um yeah good evening monica hope you're well um next time we go out you'll have to bring your mum instead of your dad won't you i don't know what i mean yeah, it's be been a brilliant time you guys are funny um thanks mike Appreciate that, mate. Uh, wonder who that was, Mickey. Got no idea, mate. You know, I know. Uh, Happy New Year to all Millwall fans around the world, even the Germans. Um, is that Jimmy Fixit, manager, Mickey? <laughs> no. Uh, Where's Dan from? Is it, it? What's his name? Is it Dan? Is it from? Oh, Tony. So, Tony, it's New Year's Eve now over your way, isn't it? New Year's Eve morning, isn't it, in New Zealand now, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, they'll be 12 hours ahead, won't they? Ish. Yeah, about that. So, Ish. Um, eight hours, wherever it is, it'd be New Year's Eve there. But yeah, guys, so, um, I guess we play Bristol City on New Year's, New Day. Year's Day. Um, We won't be doing a show, obviously, tomorrow night for obvious reasons. That's why we're doing it tonight. We'll probably, well, we probably won't be doing a show after Bristol City, as in on Monday. Um, but we'll be back perhaps with a pre-record or something 
and then back. To we'll be back in the week, schedule. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, go back. we'll be back. We'll, we'll do. We might do a live afterwards because it's mm. an early kickoff, isn't it? Oh, I don't think. I think it's three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. But it's a three o'clock. Yeah. But, we um, might. We might not. As I say, we we um we'll be back to the normal um schedule of Friday, Sunday, uh probably from next week for the for the cup game. Um, as I say, um, we can look to Bristol City if if there's any if anyone for the final. Give us your predictions. Yeah, I was going to say, give us a prediction, mate. I think we're close. We are close to um, two thousand. We are, yeah, yeah. We're really close. Go on, what is it? What's the the number on there? Oh, well. 1,900. When were you born? Uh, 1991. Oh, no. We're on 1990. So 10 more subs. 10 more subs to get us over before the end of 2024. Mm -hmm. um, um, If you can do that. Get your wife, your kids, anyone else. So, yeah. Second email addresses, work email addresses, do whatever you like. But um, as as Mickey said earlier, we we try to make this for the fans. We try to make it interactive. We couldn't do it necessarily without all of your comments. So um, Arthur's back. Oh, and Arthur's back. He's been quiet. Bristol City five mil one. Why don't you put Why don't you put a bet on that, Arthur? Why don't you go and put some money on that and um, see how you get on with that? To um, take twenty pence pocket money. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, at, at this point, it, it it sounds like we're we're sort of overdoing it a bit. But all the support is 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 massively appreciated, and I am gonna go with I'm gonna go with a two nil Millwall win to kick off 2024. You, yeah, I think in two one two two nil two one. But you know, we are we are um, we are up for a, a good win. I think at some point, mm. so. You know, could that could we have everyone hit it on the run? Um, oh, yeah, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one. You watch, we'll end up beating them five one now. Well, we're beating five one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Bristol was my first game back after Ipswich, so three yeah. nil to the Lions. Yeah, he broke his toe, didn't he? And he couldn't ride. Mm. So um he's off down the pit now. <laughs> um we will be we there are some new bits and pieces coming out, and I'm I'm looking to want to do a show to give you more information on it. The um all this stuff what's coming out with this new police bill where they're looking to um potentially put it into NICU for tailgating into stadiums or forcing your way into stadiums. Uh, I'm looking to look at that. I've got the um I've got the report and I've looked for it and you know, as always with football headlines, it's it's all about the football fans when actually it's not. They're saying about the cocaine increase and all this lot is across sports in general, uh, horse racing, football, rugby, etc. etc. Um, but the other bit what is still interesting and still breaking at the moment as such. There's not loads of information out there is that the Premier League seems to have pulled the deal off the table for the championship clubs regarding uh, the money from the TV revenue, what's supposed to be coming in next season. Um, 
and I think there was the first year was a forty-four million pound payment, and then the second year was about eighty-eight million. And it seems as if um, Luton has um, thrown a bit of a strop on there, or so. But I am in the process of trying to find out some more bits and pieces on that, um, and obviously come next year we'll do some more shows on those and pre-records and stuff with some experts let's answer this one question i told alex i would come back to it is survival still the main aim this season or are the playoffs still an outside chance i personally think that given the issues that we had back end of last season with the Blackburn game rolling over, um, John Berylson's sad passing, um, Rowett leaving after years of stability. I, I look, We'd love to dream for the playoffs, but I think just make sure you're in this division next year and give Edwards a real go at next summer, building a team to then take on this division for me. that's that that's I would be happy with that personally. No, I think that's probably about right. Um, obviously, make sure you donate some money to Stephen and Benjamin. Um, links and that will be put up in this uh, show description. So those of you watching, or if you're listening to it as a podcast, I will put them in the show description on the podcast um, too, once they send it to me. Uh Happy New Year to you. I think Millwall should look at this as a rebuild season and look to challenge next season. Uh, Glenn says, only 21 points from survival. No one would have thought going into this Christmas season that we would have had six out of six so far, would you? You didn't expect it, did you? I mean, the four games you... The four games that we had over this Christmas period, when Dan, I think, asked a couple of shows back, you were talking about four or five points, weren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, considering that after the the um, Huddersfield last-minute equaliser, um, that really was a bit deflating, to then go into Stoke, who had a new manager, QPR, which we thought they were going to be perhaps better than what they were, and Norwich, who were in quite good form. So to come away with... I mean, seven from three, really, isn't it? If you go Stoke, um, QPR and Norwich last night, with one game to go, you, you'd have taken that, you'd have snapped the hand off for, for that. So credit to the players, credit to Edwards, credit to the fans. They've, they have stuck with it. I know, you know, there's still, still people dubious out there. And I think rightly so, you, you can't just rest on your laurels that you've won two games. But <clears throat> we've been, we've been, pretty good um over the christmas period it's been kind to us and being a second half team who knows we might have a better better um better end to the season and, and have a bit more optimism moving forward yeah oh look at that thank you very much glenn look at that see this and act on are the best two Millwall thank pods. you very much that is true and i learned all my all my skills from the pod father himself mate so um yeah first and foremost survival is the aim every season 100% agree with it well that is it from us for 2023 uh i nearly went another 20 then yeah, for some reason but yeah yeah um hopefully you've enjoyed the stuff this year we have um we have grown as a show 
uh, and a lot of that is down to the the guys we've got on, uh, and we've now progressed and we're going forward. Twenty twenty four is looking exciting for us, um, and hopefully we will bring more and more to that. We have some new bits and pieces um, coming to make this an even better interactive show. Uh, we are looking to be able to get your phone calls in and different bits and pieces like that. Again, it'll be anonymous. You can just use your YouTube name so you don't have to do that. But obviously, sometimes, um, you know, two or three lines doesn't necessarily fully get the point what you're trying to make on. Um, so there are options there and we're looking at it. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we've got some nice tricks up our up our sleeves. Um and we might even, I might even end up doing Rob's show on New Year's Day, maybe, as the pod, just to give people something to watch on the way up to thingy, maybe. Don't know. We'll sort something out. Also, if you want to be on Who Are You, some of your older guys on there, Gaz London, Glenn, etc. If you want to do a, uh, a Who Are You, where you ask, where you get asked the uh, the twenty Millwall questions, uh, UK Firebird, even or anyone. Uh, again, you can drop Stephen an email, spell his name correct, but Stephen at thatmillwallpodcast.co.uk or info at thatmillwallpodcast.co.uk. Uh, and also, if there is anyone out there, Chris has obviously got on board and, you know, Chris will be spoken to going forward. Um, but if there are anyone out there who writes um, or can write and wants to do content and stuff, we are looking for writers um, for the website for next year. We are looking to bring that back massively active. Um, so we are looking for writers there. And again, if you want to get on the show, you think that you fancy having a go at doing a show or being a guest on the show, again, just, it's easy. Info at thatmillpodcast.co.uk. Got it, just on Just on the back of that, um, I joined the podcast on the back of a space. Mickey and I spoke away from doing anything really we did a pre-record and if you want to come on to do a show if you want to experience maybe the who are you first of a pre-record and you know it's it's a great thing to do if you love talking about mill as much as we do um you know get in contact with us and i'll say who are you it's good fun to, to talk about some memories but it's really really straightforward and um you know we're, we're all here now to we can all um you know record with you or, or have a chat with you if there's anything you'd like to, to help us with that's it. And hopefully we'll be doing some more of this as well next year. Well, I can't remember then if, if we got dropped, you might have dropped two or three players, you might have dropped me. But yeah, definitely, I think sort of September, he told me I could leave. Um, um, and I, yeah, I was obviously gutted because I've been there for six years and I just never thought about leaving me a while, to be fair. And even when he told me, I sort of, my dad's like, have you rung your agent and, and I put your name about? I said, well, no, not really. I sort of just... Just thought that it's Millwall, it, it, it'll work itself out. But yeah, um, I did get told I was leaving. And obviously then, so I think Matt McGee brought in Tony Craig and he started playing well. He was obviously only young at the time. So I, was, um, I wasn't even in the squad or whatever. So the right was definitely on the wall. And uh, lucky enough for me, you know, it don't sound nice, but um, I was I was glad Matt McGee got the sack, to be fair, because obviously it, it gave me another chance to stay at Millwall, to be honest. So it worked, it worked in my favour, to be honest. But yeah, um, I'd, knew, I'd known sort of... A, for a couple of years, that as much as Matt McGee played me week in, week out, um, he was always trying to, to replace me, and, and obviously, I should have probably seen the right number. Did you mean to play that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was Robbie Ryan, mate. And it was a it was a interview we did with Robbie Ryan before. So yeah, um, I don't know what happened there, but yeah. Anyway, that's it from us for Thingy Dan Riggs. Definitely, um, you might even find 
um, next year that we end up maybe hooking up in the uh, in the Aries bar after a show and recording in there so that people can come in and give a comment um, and record live. So, um, yeah. What's that? Noisy Git Alert. Where are you lads situated? Live. I think exist. he's asking where we where we live. What? It's in how? Oh, no, well, no, I, not you, you. You're not going to give out your address, but he's just asking hmm. where you're based. <laughs> I'm a, I, I used to be Bermondsey, but I'm now a Kent cunt. That will fucking that will put the subs down. So yeah. <laughs> um, right, gents, that is it from us. We are done. Um, I've got one or two videos to play. Oh, there's that. There can only be one. There can only be one. There can only be one. Yeah, just yeah. See what that only... is. Are you wrapping up? Yeah, we've been on since seven, Jonathan. Um, we because it's Christmas, so we come on at seven. Uh, but don't worry, you can just we'll be finished in a set. You can go back and watch from the beginning. It's been a lively show. We've had um, we've had a gimp from Leeds on um, who's tried to give it and he got it back. Um, but I think after everything and everything, what we've gone um yesterday was mickey do i coach a youth team no i don't coach a youth team uh rewind no you can rewind um i think there is only one video there was two i had there was the netflix one no 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 uh oh that's actually quite good isn't it oh i don't know i'll leave it up to you oh, happy new year guys and um, see you all in 2024 what ones do you want Stephen? I know. No, no, I'm going to leave it up to you. I'm going to leave it up to you. Netflix or this one? Whichever one, we're still going to get a copyright strike for it, but it don't matter. We oh, won't get mind. a copyright strike, but we'll get a, a telling off. No, no, you're you're the you're captain leader legend, Mickey. See see off the, the last podcast of the year with the video of your choice. Oh, it's going to be. And that's us signing. <laughs> Days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.